Anyone know what that is? That's music to my ears. That's another sale on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Shopify makes it simple to sell to anyone from anywhere. Whether you're selling shirts or sandals, start selling with Shopify and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. With Shopify, you'll customize your online store to your brand, discover new customers, and build relationships that will keep them coming back. Shopify covers all the sales channels to successfully grow your business, from an in-person POS system to an all-in-one e-commerce platform, even across social media platforms like TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. And thanks to 24-7 support and free on-demand business courses, Shopify is here to help you succeed every step of the way. It's how every minute, new sellers around the world make their first sale with Shopify. And you can do it too. I love how Shopify makes it simple for anyone to sell their products anywhere. Whether they're eBooks or earrings, Shopify simplifies starting and running your own successful business. When you're ready to take your idea to the world, do it with Shopify, the commerce platform powering millions of businesses down the street and around the globe. Now it's your turn to try Shopify for free and start selling anywhere. So sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash c-suite, all lowercase on c-suite. Go to shopify.com slash c-suite, all lowercase on c-suite, to start selling online today. Shopify.com slash c-suite. You're listening to Thinking Outside the Bud, where we speak with entrepreneurs, investors, thought leaders, researchers, advocates, and policymakers who are finding new and exciting ways for cannabis to positively impact business, society, and culture. And now, here is your host, business coach, Bruce Eckfeldt. Are you a CEO looking to scale your company faster and easier? Check out Thrive Roundtable. Thrive combines a moderated peer group mastermind, expert one-on-one coaching, access to proven growth tools, and a 24-7 support community. Created by Inc. award-winning CEO and certified scaling-up business coach Bruce Eckfeldt, Thrive will help you grow your business more quickly and with less drama. For details on the program, visit Eckfeldt.com slash thrive. That's E-C-K-F-E-L-D-T dot com slash thrive. Welcome, everyone. This is Thinking Outside the Bud. I'm Bruce Eckfeldt. I'm your host. And our guest today is Sean Gold. He is CEO of Pilgrim Soul Cannabis. We're going to talk to him about the work that they do, helping people, helping companies be more creative, think about human performance. And we're going to talk a little bit about how cannabis plays a role in that. Sean's been doing some really interesting work, has created some really interesting content. I had a chance to review some of the, the products they produce, a uh, really interesting creativity guide. And we're going to talk a little bit about why that and kind of the their approach, their philosophy about how cannabis can be used in creative processes, helping people really kind of tap into their creativity. I'm excited about this as, as a creative person, as originally trained as an architect and always looking for how do we help people bring their natural creativity to bear on all the problems, business and otherwise, you know, into their lives. So I'm excited for the conversation. With that, Sean, welcome to the program. Hey, Bruce. Thanks for having me. I hope we can drop some knowledge that's uh, helpful to yeah. listeners. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm sure we will. I'm excited to do it. So why don't we start with a little bit of background, just professionally, like what your background is, how you got into cannabis, how this all came together. Talk to us about how Pilgrim Soul got started. Give us a little backstory and then we can get into the work you do. 
Yeah, so I've been doing mostly internet startups since really the beginning of the internet. Even before that, I had a company where you could listen to music on the telephone called Touch Tunes, appropriately. Um, You could dial 800 numbers and go through all kinds of tracks on your phone. And then the internet came along and I was kind of primed for that because the thinking, you know, interactive marketing and thinking, you know, pretty similar. Yeah. So I was was the early guy in the blog space, launched Engadget and Autoblog and Joystick, and then became the CMO of MySpace from about 25 million to 110 million users and worked with this company Wattpad as well, which is one of the first fan fiction sites, and, and then was CMO of a company called Textile, which uh, had the brands Fabletics, e-commerce company, brands Fabletics, Savage by Fenty. It was one of the first subscription fashion brands. So my career has been in doing things really that haven't been done before and trying to figure things out. And that's what really excites me. And that's certainly what excited me about cannabis and the cannabis industry. A lot to figure out, still a lot to figure out. As far as getting into the cannabis business, when I was CMO of uh, Textile, I was I had a dinner for the Stanley Brothers and Charlotte and uh, Paige Figgy, a mom of Charlotte from Charlotte's Web. Yeah. And was just so blown away by that whole story and the impact and of I mean, I'd always used cannabis my whole life for creativity and to get a second opinion from myself. But uh-huh. this was really mind blowing the, you know, the impact of CBD on her daughter. And I, I invited Adam Bierman from MedMen to the dinner and became friendly with him, learned about that business, started helping those guys out as well. I hooked them up with a brand called Lowell Smokes, which in, in California is the number one pre-roll brand by about 30X. Yeah. Yeah. Facilitated an investment from Men Men into Lowell and then became Lowell asked me to become the CMO of their company. And I had always been friends with the guy who started it, who really created the brand. So I jumped in, left, you know, technology and e-commerce. And um, that was Lowell was really one of the great brands. I don't I don't know that I haven't really been close to it lately, but it was about heritage and craftsmanship and sustainability. You know, at the time, most of the cannabis brands out there seemed to be just packaging. And we all know that people buy buy from brands that believe what they believe. So I didn't know what a lot of these other brands stood for. But Lowell was you know, really about elevating the integrity of the cannabis experience and and uh, tapping into the heritage of cannabis and really about craftsmanship. And all that was really coming across. We, we got a ton of press, did a ton of really interesting press hacks. Happy to talk about a little later. Yeah. And um, then as far as getting into my own brand, Pilgrim Soul, that really came when I was, I, I bought Cannabis Creativity Month and a bunch of URLs around that idea. Cannabis and creativity has been something I've, I've been using cannabis for creativity for for decades. And so I was trying to figure out something to do with Lowell around creativity and did a collaboration with some friends of mine, CJ Wallace, who is Notorious B.I.G.'s kid, and and his partner, Willie Mack. They have a company called Think Big. And we did this. I sent them seven different strains that index high for creativity. They smoked Mm -hmm. them and ranked them. And we created this bespoke blend of of, uh three different types of cannabis that was sort of a think big creative blend. We gave a portion of the proceeds to the California prison arts project. And it was a smash hit. We sold, we sold like uh, 10,000 packs in a week. And that was really just gave me the spark that, okay, this, the, the whole creativity thing is a winner product market fit makes sense. 
made a lot of sense to me, but you still need to valid, you know, you still still need to verify. Mm-hmm. And that's you know, so then I got into um, Pilgrim Soul and, and was trying to formulate what the brand would be, what the brand universe would be, how to build build a lifestyle brand around creativity, and have launched this brand with you know more than just cannabis, a bunch of different products that enhance the efficacy of cannabis for creativity. And that's, you know, certainly bespoke cannabis brands, expert content, curriculum, which you referred to in the journals, and uh, community elements that just bring people together and how people help, you know, with their own creativity. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious, what, I mean, what is it about cannabis and creativity? Like, is, this a, is there something chemical in here? Does it put you in a frame of mind? I mean, from your point of view, how does cannabis sort of intersect with, with the act of being creative? Yeah, well, there is there. I mean, the the site there's a bunch of science on cannabis and creativity, and it's a little it's all over the place. In that, one of the biggest issues is the definition of creativity. <laughs> yeah, you know, so, like when you get stuck in that, if you're looking for different things, then you're going to get different results. But we define it as you know empathy, imagination, and creative reflection, looking inside yourself, and creative awareness, sort of being more alert to what's going on around you, being present. So there's, you know, so the research on it is light. The use cases are heavy. <laughs> you have, yeah. you know, if you, if you think about, you know, take away cannabis and half the songs on Spotify would be gone. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so you have, obviously there's, there's music, but there's so many great scientists like Carl Sagan and, you know, so many artists and scientists and politicians and thinkers who have used cannabis throughout you know, history that create that great use case. And on the scientific side, you know, some of the best macro science is that, you know, it it stimulates blood flow to the frontal lobe and allows neurons to fire in a more uninhibited way. Um, So that's kind of like the one aspect of it. There's two things happening in the brain. There's the frontal lobe stimulation. But as important is that cannabis deactivates specific aspects of the brain as well. There's an area of the brain called the dorsolateral cortex that controls emotions and planning and inhibition and self-censorship. We all know that one of the biggest inhibitors to creativity is self-judgment. Sure. You know, so repression of the dorsolateral cortex is a big aspect of it. As much as it inspires creativity, repressing the judgment aspect is another big thing that cannabis does. And I think it's important to say that using cannabis does not mean that all your ideas <laughs> will be great. Matter of fact, most of them will be awful. Yeah. The, the concept is that it's better to have 10, you know, uninhibited ideas than no ideas or two highly yeah. inhibited, inhibited ideas. And for me, you know, out of those 10, usually one of them is pretty interesting. I just have to make sure I don't email lots of people while I'm high and tell them how yeah, genius yeah. my, you know. I've got this great idea. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> yeah, it is fascinating. I, I mean, I, I end up spending most of my time working with teams that are kind of figuring out new strategies and new planning and things like that. But w- what we say when we go into brainstorming mode, like the one number one rule, I call it the rule of peanut butter. Like even if someone says peanut butter, we write it down. Even it makes no sense just because we want to encourage almost random crazy ideas. So whatever you think of, we're going to write it down and that we're going to take 10 minutes and we're going to write down all these things and then we're going to keep going even if we don't have anything right away because the first wave usually we just throw away <laughs> you know you, you kind of have to get through the, 
the the initial set of ideas until you kind of dig deeper and then then the interesting ones start coming up and then it's about building right it's about taking well a crazy thing that they said it's like well I actually think of a way we could actually make that possible or it gives me another idea that might be more possible so that kind of building process and I could see how that that combination of kind of exciting one part of your brain and actually then calming down the 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 inhibiting part of your brain would be contributing to the the yeah, the volume, but ultimately the quality because you have more things to choose from. Yeah, when I, in brainstorming sessions, we would always talk about limit judgment, yeah. take more risks. Risks. One of the biggest thing, uh, biggest aspects is also challenging default thinking. Yeah. You know, we, especially as we get older, we kind of fall back on, oh, we've already, I've already thought about that, and mm-hmm. I already have the answer to that. So whether it's you know overt or sort of subconscious, we sort of we know. We have the answer to something, so we don't really dwell on that and try to challenge ourselves and look at it from different angles and perspectives. And that's one of the things that this journal does is it really, one of the biggest things is it challenges default thinking and then minimizing negative thinking. You know, we, we all get a little negative and criticize anything, you know, as, as adults, it becomes second nature to, to criticize, we become curmudgeons. So, uh, so those are kind of a bunch of things that one, you need to focus on in brainstorming. But also, that cannabis sort of helps with. It helps. It, it helps you kind of go with your gut, which is something we all forget yeah. to do. And a little more intuitive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do you, and do you see cannabis? I mean, just in the kind of the the world of of you know plant medicines and and other pharmacological <laughs> things that we have available to us. I mean, how do you see cannabis fitting to this? I mean, you know, we've got this kind of rise of psilocybin now. I mean, people have been using all sorts of like MDMA and stuff for for various kind of experiential journeys, you know, some of the very in, inward focused thinking, awareness, you know, connecting neurons in different ways. I mean, how, how do you compare and contrast it to some of the other? It's, it's, a, it's a more becoming more acceptable. It's a safe and effective creative hack. As far as cannabis, I'm, I'm a fan of all of them when used appropriately and not abused. Yeah. I'm a fan of a light dosage or there, there are obviously there, we have people who are microdosing and, yeah. and with all kinds of substances and getting great results. And then sometimes, you know, you take an acid trip and it's not a microdose and it's world yeah. changing. And, you know, you see things and you challenge your perspective in a very deep and meaningful way and you have a lot of people today doing these trips uh, or experiences with a with a guide who's okay. helping them through it there's a lot of services that are coming up so i'm a fan of all of them you really have to know yourself and uh research understand the process and obviously if you're if you have addiction issues then yeah these are not great things for you so it, it's, it's all about really responsible usage and informed usage and but i I've experimented with all of them with with amazing results. Uh, cannabis is is less of a commitment, and even you know the brand Pilgrim Soul. You know we have dosage instructions, and it's very much about low dosage. It's about enhancing the experience, not becoming the experience. And a lot of the research on cannabis and creativity talks about how low dosage gives the best results. So I can't yeah. I, I can't discourse on psilocybin and. Uh, LSD and the science behind that with, you know, as well as I can cannabis, but, you know, I, I'm certainly a, a fan of it. I'm a fan of Michael Pollan's book, yeah. Change Your Mind. Yeah. And what is it in cannabis? I mean, uh, you you mentioned this, you know, choosing, I think you mentioned seven cultivars, setting them off, have people test it, coming back with three. Like what, what happens there and what makes these three or what makes a cultivar more 
helpful when when your goal is creativity? Like, what what have you learned about you know what's inside the cannabis plant to drive that? Well, it's a combination in of obviously the cannabinoids, the terpenes. It's really um, I don't know much about. I were I've been working with this company Abstracts Labs out of Irvine, California. Uh, these guys are sort of elitist chemists when it comes to cannabis. They do the oils for Jack Herrera family and for the Sherbinsky group, and then also for Josh D, who invented the OG strain. And what we did with them is we analyzed hundreds of different strains that index high for creativity, really from survey data, like Lee and other sources. Um, and we did 3D modeling of just the cannabis plant, looking at the terpene cannabinoid profiles. Then we extracted the oils and we modeled them again to see, you know, we did a live resin extraction to see what terpenes we lost and cannabinoids we were losing. So, and because the reason we did that is because the first product that we're launching is an is a live resin product that is a blend of multiple strains. So there's a bunch of, you know, there's a bunch of different cannabinoids and terpenes that obviously THC, CBD, lemonine, myrcene, beta pinene. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing these correctly. (laughs) I'm never quite sure either. (laughs) But, you know, there's there's a bunch of strains that we really love for those, which are. And so we uh, we're coming out with with abstracts tech. We have four different blends that we've come out with. One is for creative imagination, one is for creative reflection, one is for creative awareness, and one is for creative focus, which is combining sort of logic and creativity. So for the creative focus blend, strains like Durban Poison, Jack Herrera, Sour Punch, XJ13, Lemon Jack, those are the ones that we really focus on for that. For creative imagination, also, Jack Herrera, Gelato, uh, Chemdog, those are some that we, I'm trying to talk about strains that are widely available throughout the United States, so your listeners can kind of get value out of this. And then for awareness, Blue Dream, Skittles, Super Lemon Haze, Green Crack are the ones we focused on. And then lastly, Creative Reflection, this is more has a, this is more of, of a hybrid with a indica balance to it. The others are more sativa driven um gorilla glue blue skittles blue dream train wreck tropic thunder we also mix in some xj13 jack herrera i I mean i keep repeating jack xj13 is a mix of jack herrera and g13 um so i'm a huge fan of jack herrera probably my favorite strain my easiest to find strain is Jack Herrera. Did you find that available on the East Coast? I haven't seen it on the East Coast much. Although I haven't, I haven't frequented the East the East Coast dispensaries quite as much as, as uh, Colorado and California. So, well, anyway, that's been my go to creative strain for quite some time. Yeah, and let's talk about how this. I guess how this actually works, because I, I mean, I can imagine someone's you know sitting in front of their computer trying to perform a creative task and like I'm not creative enough, you know, and smokes uh, a joint and then comes back and just starts, you know, okay, where's my creativity? Talk to me a little bit about sort of the intention, about the context, like how how have you found the kind of the process for using cannabis and and what needs to what's the environment that it happens in to really drive the creativity? Sure, environment mindset is super important. Obviously, if you go into, you can sort of change your direction with cannabis, but if you're super stressed about something really heavy on your mind, you're not necessarily going to have a positive creative experience. And environment. 
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.